that long day behind you Good times lie ahead With company worth keeping That'll bash a smile on your head Come on in, the doors open You'll find just the finest folks here Pull up a chair, grab a drink And let our stories your ear Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern Here you're always welcome The talk, talk, talk the tavern Promising beer and bed love You gotta pull one ear off like the DJ when you do that head Music, medicine, then some The talk, talk, talk the tavern The song's over Here we come Word to your mother Okay, welcome to the tavern, everyone. I'm Travis Sivart. I have just published the fourth or fifth book in the Portal series, and Silver and Smith is blossoming as I'm plotting and planning book three and four of that. Check those out wherever fine books are sold or at travissivart.com. My vices tonight is some dark cherry Cavendish tobacco in a lovely wood green pipe. And uh, a big old heaping glass of all-American bourbon and water. Hey, speaking of things, though, look at that. I got a, uh, let me just show this off to chat there because we do have a live chat. Kind of hard to see. Let me put something behind it. Um, I got, there we go, the Tavern Society logo on my pint glass. Just got those in today. I was so excited. Got one with Cogsley on it, too. What about you, Andrea? She got her hands full. She's muted. She don't know what she's doing. We're not sitting okay. in the same room together. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we are. So, um, Andrea, let's chat here. My vices. I'm knitting. I have say, and I have tea. <clears throat> okay, what do you got? I, I I've got ginger ale, and I had something snappy to say, but I fucking forgot what it is. I'm I'm getting old, forgetful. So. Oh, Brie has Diet Coke and water, though. But anyway, let's See, do this thing. Usually, I don't mix my Diet Coke and water. I mix, like, bourbon and water. Bourbon and Diet Coke, but not Diet Coke and water. So, hello to uh, everybody hanging out in the live chat. We've got Brie, we've got Joe, we've got Maria, and we've got, I don't know, who's ever lurking. So, hello to everybody. Thank you for that. Now, I have a big, fucking, fat-ass cat in front of me. What's that? In front of oh, yeah. It's always nice to have a big pussy. Yeah, this one's got a dirty butthole, though. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's rough. It, it's, it's a hard knocks life. Where was I going? Right, I'm cranky today. So I am ready to do some bitching about this next topic. But I really think we're going to have a good time, all of us fucking bitching about it. And I'm going to drink and smoke and swear. So, so you had me there for a minute. You said all of us were fucking. I was like, yep, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> then you had to add something. <laughs> Looks like after this, folks, we're going to head over to our fans only page and yeah. uh, move into the next thing. Yeah. It's uh, okay. Fans only make money. Fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they wouldn't have us on OnlyFans. We had to go to fans only. <laughs> fans only. Yeah. <clears throat> it actually used to be a warehouse for ceiling fans and window fans, but we slipped some porn onto their site for them. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, uh, uh, Bree, don't make me blush. Oh, Joe, don't make me blush. <laughs> well, what did Bree say that made you blush? Because what Joe said is the cat is a dirty bottom. She's ready for 
Yeah, you know. There we yeah. go. Okay, so this article I found on Yahoo Life, BuzzFeed, or I don't know, wherever the fuck these things come from. Um, the title of this article that we're going to play through is My Toaster Oven Does Not Need to Be Smart. People from all generations are sharing the boomer opinions they actually agree with. Now, first of all, can we say the term boomer is now I'm triggered made in ignorance because it originally referred to the baby boomer generation and now they're applying it to like Gen Xers because we're as old as our parents were when our parents were old. Though we did learn something about Ed today, didn't we, Ed? What we learned? That I'm old? That you're actually in the baby boomer generation. Yeah, I made it by a year. By this much. <laughs> Just the tip. And yeah, Just Maria. Boomer. There are, Maria asks, there's a smart toaster? Yeah. Um, we're going to go into that in a moment here. So, just I'm just going to read these off and let us have our moment of comment. We kind of have started really enjoying doing these little list things we're doing. You know what, Maria? I am genuinely using a fucking cane now, and I can beat you young whippersnappers with my damn cane. Um, <laughs> Bree says, I've never seen a smart toaster. That's okay. A toaster's never seen a smart Bree either. So there we go. <laughs> I know. I'm a horrible bastard. Okay. So say what you will about the boomer generation, but even as a millennial myself, I can admit they might just be right about a thing or two. Um, so here's some things that younger folks... <laughs> That's right. Joe says, my cane will be stylish as fuck with a fedora. Yeah, and it is. I still look old, though, if not older. And Bree says, I know I'm a blonde, but I could be smart one day. Oh, she said some days. I'm sorry. Okay, so number one, this is, again, a younger person, a millennial, sharing their opinion that they agree with something a boomer says. Quote, people share way too much on social media. You don't need to record every second of your life. Live in the moment every once in a while. This is where you guys get to throw your two cents in on that. Somebody said that? Don't you remember? See, that's what happens when you get old. <laughs> truth yeah it's well mm -hmm. people are sharing way too much and i understand you think everybody should know everything about you but it's not safe because i know people that have gotten robbed or you know it's, it's not good <clears throat> i have recently read a few articles on how much your GPS being on your phone tracks you. Even when put into airplane mode, it still tracks you. It just doesn't tell you until after you come out of airplane mode that it was doing it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was interesting. And by the way, Maria says, uh, 
Nothing wrong with taking a pic to remember a moment, but you don't need 100 gigabytes of video of your day-to-day -day life. This, this is something Andrea and I have a problem with, is we forget to take pictures. We will spend however many hours doing an event and then just be like, fuck, we didn't even get a picture of our outfits. Mm -hmm. Of our wedding. Yeah, there, there, there was that. <laughs> Good thing other people had camera phones because... And Bree says, I try to stay off my phone on my days off, but it's so hard sometimes. But you do have memories. That's important. Okay. Um, yeah, well, Joe, that's absolutely right. Joe says, I feel like people are competing to reveal more and more about themselves to gain more attention. It's also an addictive Ooh. psychological thing. True. To... What, Ed? That is, that is a true statement. Um, I, I don't understand the attention getting these days and it's attention getting in a way that back in my day the boomer generation mm -hmm. would have been considered very negative to get attention that that way yeah absolutely and hey mama bear good to see you popping into the tavern we're recording talk of the tavern this is our podcast and we're going to be recording a well, when it ends, stick around and you'll hear the rest. We're going to get back to the topic here. Number two on this list is um, touchscreens. Screw touchscreens. I want physical buttons, especially in the car when I don't want to take my eyes off the road. Physical buttons are just more accessible for people with disabilities, and they're generally more satisfying to push. I agree with this. Case in point. Um, when that deer like mm -hmm. destroyed my car as I was driving mm -hmm. and I was trying to call if I had you know like back in the day the flip count number it was really hard to call because that was before I had like the navigation system where I could just push a button and say hey call so and so right so yeah I get that <clears throat> Ed, you got any preference? I love touchscreens, especially in the car, because now you can get so many different things on that one little screen. That's that true. Just the radio. And get other shit up there, too, to take up that. See, I'm waiting for keyboards. Uh, in Silver and Smith, as I mentioned the series earlier, keyboards are a flat piece of plastic that have a cord going into the computer and basically it's like a flat screen laying on your desk that is your keyboard and you just tap this piece of graphene and yeah it, there but there's no actual keys so i think that's coming uh-huh they have something kind of like that now but you plug it in and it shines like the keyboard mm -hmm. um laser lights on your desk or wherever your flat surface and you type and it just like i don't know how it works but i've seen it it's pretty cool yeah when you break the beam of light it actually registers a keystroke gref can you lay down so i can read my screen you big galoot couple of comments joe says that's an interesting one as someone who hates getting smudges on my screen mm, i wouldn't mind sticking with buttons 
Maria says, I disagree. While I love a keyboard for writing, touchscreen is a lot easier for games and such. That's very true. Um, Bree says, I'm so used to touchscreens now, it doesn't seem to bother me. I like them. And then Maria says, am I the only one not using their phone while driving? And I said, Maria, don't yell at me. Um, let's see here. And Maria says, I don't know. Tony Stark was all touchpad and his shit was, okay, can we get that where it's a projection and you can put your hands in it and make it bigger or smaller? <laughs> not talking about your penis, Ed. I was going to say, I get my hands in it, it makes it bigger. Yeah. Sorry, Ed, look away, employee issue. Yeah, I figured as much. So I was just covering it. I knew if I mentioned your penis, you'd be back in on this. Yeah, it, it's a big topic. <laughs> Anyhow, um, <clears throat> with, with touchscreens, I don't know. I kind of want a phone with an actual dial pad. And by the way, can we get a fucking switch on my phone that turns that full keyboard into just a number pad? So when I'm typing things in, that would be nice. I don't have to take my big old fat ogre sized fingers and try to touch these little teeny pinhead buttons on my screen. Hmm. That's fair, Bree. Bree thinks they See, already have that technology and haven't shared. This yet. is why. My phone is so old, but this is why I love the note. Comes with the pen. Yeah, but then you have to use two hands. Whatever. Sometimes yes. it requires two hands. Get, get off your penis, which is what you had to say to her. And, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, number three. TV is getting too dark and too quiet. I swear we have to turn the volume up twice as loud as we have it to watch Yellowstone. You better believe the commercials have plenty of volume, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, the Batman movies are a lot of the... You can't see what's going on mm -hmm. because it's too dark. And unless you have one of the brand-new, brand-new, high-def whatever TVs, you can't see shit. Right. So, uh, all good, Ed? All good, sorry. Okay, no problem. Uh, Joe says, I don't know how much to say about TV. I haven't watched TV in years. Here's what I'll say. Um, now, with the newer TVs, Andrea and I learned this when we replaced our 10-year-old flat screen that wasn't even top of the line when I bought it. Uh, a year or two ago, suddenly a lot of the scenes that were too dark, we could fucking see them now. Mm. Because the definition had changed in that time. So now the dark isn't as much of a problem. But that sound thing. Yeah. Where's, where's, remember like when computers first came out, I know when they first came out, like five years after they came out, on your like Microsoft Windows Media Player, you had a setting where it would level all music the same volume. So whether it was a soft ballad or a heavy metal slamming thing, it was all the same volume. Can we get that shit for our TV so the whisper is as loud as the explosion? <laughs> no. 
I don't think we can because I think the people, whoever designs that, also designs the crazy parking lots at Target. Okay. Can we take a moment and talk about parking lots? Who the fuck thinks it's a good idea to design a goddamn mall, Walmart, any parking lot, and put bushes right on the edge where you're trying to turn out of the parking lot so you can't see oncoming traffic? Who's that goddamn genius? And can we take him out back and beat him for a little bit? <laughs> I'm fucking mad, kids. So the poles, the light poles in the parking lot, they have cameras on it, and they're just watching and laughing. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, Maria says, me either. Everything I watch is on my laptop, sometimes YouTube. But the quality is going to depend on the channel. Um and for the parking lot, she says, ambulance drivers. They got bored one day at work and said, I know what'll make us busy. <laughs> Goddamn health professionals trying to kill us all. <laughs> Aren't they? <laughs> well, you know what? We've got stories recently, don't we? All yeah, fucking we, three of us. <laughs> yeah, we got lots of stories. <laughs> you want to hear some boomer shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I read in one of my books recently, like one of my characters was like, you know, oh, he's getting to that age where he's got prescriptions and the people his age are always talking about, you know, their latest doctor visit. He never wanted to be that person. And I wrote this like two years ago. And I'm like, uh oh, I'm getting to be that. Fuck. I'm getting to be that person. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Bree says we already have World War Three approaching. Might as well have another pandemic. Apparently, Canada has turned their doomsday clock to 90 seconds. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, when was the Bay of Pigs, Ed? 60. Uh, it hasn't been that close since then. Early 60s. So when you were born is what I'm hearing? Ed was born, they went, fuck. <laughs> No, it was before me. Kennedy was still enough. <laughs> okay. Um, Kennedy wasn't. <laughs> Maria says, and this is your public service announcement to take your meds. <laughs> A fun fact, at least she's not just talking to the old people anymore. It used to be only the old people. Now, all ages. Hey, you're three. You could be on meds, too. <laughs> Back in yeah. my day. So, Truth. Number four, I hate going to concerts and seeing everyone with their phones up, video recording the whole thing. What's the point in paying for a concert ticket if you're not going to dance or actually enjoy it? Hmm. And Brie, yeah, gummies counts as meds. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so what do you guys think? I don't know. I haven't been to a concert since the phone era. <laughs> Neither have yeah. I. It, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think when I went to a concert, the phones didn't really have video capability. <laughs> well, it's, What's up, Boomer? <clears throat> but I have been to school events for my child, and everybody's oh. got a camera up. And they're like holding it up. So if I want to take a picture, I've got to hold mine higher than theirs. You can't even see your kid. You got a deficit there, don't you? <laughs> Are you calling me short? Is that what I'm hearing no. right here? No. no. <laughs> um, hey, Bob. Bob Watkins. Good to see you. Um, 
different Bob than we were talking about earlier, just so you know. Ed. What up, Bob? Yeah, it's... Oh, oh, got some dance going on. Um, see, Maria says it happens all the time with dance competitions. And, and Bob, just so you know, we're recording our podcast here. We're live recording it with chat and interacting with you guys. So... Bob says, not only recording, it's the new Bic lighter using flashlight. So, Andrea and I started rewatching that 70s show. And they had him at a concert. I've never seen it before. They had him at a concert, and it was like, I think before everybody had a Bic, most people had Zippos holding them up. Mm-hmm. Which is so that. much better than holding up a bic, because those bics they get hot. Yeah, then you then they go out and you try to flick them again, and you permanently like scar your thumb with the the little jagged wheel thing. Um, let's see here. It's I feel like I missed something here. Um, yeah, Maria says on the concert thing I was going to record last concert I went to, but was so lost in music I forgot to. Took some pics of the people I was with. Maybe a short clip, but not the whole thing. I think that's fair. I think, you know, getting a 30-second part of a song, or maybe even a whole song, whether it's a school concert or a, you know, big old rock concert, whatever. But, yeah, to hold your phone up for all that time. And whose fucking battery lasts that long, anyway? What gets me is when you try to go to a movie and someone is in front of you with their phone on recording it. Okay, that makes Travis cranky even when I wasn't an old man. Andrea's been in the theater with me where somebody, there's like eight people, including Andrea and I, in the theater. And this guy with his two kids decides to turn his phone on and like play games or text or search the internet at that point for like 10 minutes. And, yeah, Travis, who's a meek little man and doesn't like to say shit to people, opened his fucking mouth. The guy did put his phone away. So, um, Maria says at some concerts they have a money grab where you can buy light-up things now. They did it for 1D. Um, so, light-up things don't bother me. Yeah, light up things don't bother me. If you want to get glow sticks, if you want to get, you know, the necklaces, whatever, that's cool. That adds to the atmosphere, etc. Oh, look at Ed whipping his bits around for everyone to see. Just underscore a underscore not cheered. X seven hundred. Thank you, Ed. Let's let's raise a glass to Ed. We forgot our opening toast. We did. So here's to being old, where you forget shit like the opening toast. Okay, boomers, let's go on. Five. I will never own an e-reader. I understand why it's convenient to have, because you can carry a bunch of books with you at all times, but nothing compares to a real paper book. I especially love secondhand books because they're pre-loved, and you can tell someone really enjoyed the book if it's a little beat or a little bent and beat up. It makes me want to read it more. One of the first things people notice about me when they meet me is my handlebar mustache. It's big, it looks like a perma-smile on my face, and it really makes people react. I mean, I have strangers walk up to me all the time and say, I love your mustache, or, oh my god, how did you do that? I've had younger people 
walk up to me and say, hey, can I touch your mustache? I want to see what that feels like. Of course, I was pre-COVID, so maybe that's different now. But my point is, having a handlebar mustache is something that adds a touch of class to you. It adds uh, finesse and a mystique that other people are drawn to. It adds an old-timey sense of fashion that even when you're wearing your most modern clothing, my workout clothes or whatever, it gives a little something extra to your appearance that makes people drawn to you. So the one product I've used since I first started testing mustache waxes, and I tested like a dozen of them for a book I was writing, Steampunk for Simpletons, the one I chose that was the best was Firehouse Mustache Wax. That wax helps my mustache keep its shape all day long. I've worked in restaurants and still at the end of an eight or 10 hour shift working in the kitchen, my mustache still has its shape and body and volume. It's an incredible product. And if you're interested in trying Firehouse Mustache Wax, then go to firehousemustachewax.com. That's Firehouse Mustache, M-O-U-S-T-A-C-H-E, wax.com. And use the code TRAVIS15 to get 15% off your order. You should try them out right now. This stuff is incredible. And if you need tips on how to shape it or use it or grow it, you let me know and I'm going to help you out. That's firehousemustachewax.com and use the code TRAVIS15. And uh, happy waxing. What do you think? Porn. You, what? I'm torn on this one. I thought you said porn. I'm like, you don't do those no, on the e-reader. But you could read porn. On, on the e-reader. e-reader? I can get porn on my e-reader? Yeah, you can buy erotica. Yeah, and then everybody doesn't see it. Yeah, That's right. I'm, t- I'm torn on this one because I do like the convenience of when I travel and so forth and so on. I have all my books. Right. But I do love the feel of just sitting down with a book. There's, there's nothing... Well... There's nothing like that. Yeah, right. I'll say that. It's a unique situation, unique feel. Andrew, you got some thoughts? Yeah. Well, I think they both have their place. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not like the e-reader for my school books. Right. Or I don't like a PDF for my school books because I need to see and turn the pages and write. My tabletop role-playing games. I want a real fucking book for that. And by the way, Bob says two words, font size. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. But yeah, uh, a lot of people are agreeing with you, Ed, and and also kind of there with you, Andrea. Maria says, why not both? I have an e-reader, a Kindle app on my phone, and real books. What I like about the e-reader slash app is you can read without having to lug a book around in your bag if you don't have space. And Bree says, I use both Kindle and an actual book. Here's what I'll tell you. The one reason I don't like lugging around books is because I don't buy that raggedy book because it's pre-loved. I Mm. try to get as pristine a book as I can because I love my bookshelf to look neat. I don't mind a raggedy one if I can't find another one, especially since that one will stand out in this nice, neat thing. 
but I don't want to crack. Don't open it all the way so the pages don't get bent. So you're reading it like this. I do that to will, a point. That will be me, right? And even, especially <laughs> with Robert Jordan books or George Martin books, if they have cheap glue on that spine, it doesn't matter. You can open that thing a third of the way, and that spine is fucking cracking anyway. So, um, see, Bob says I bought modern chess openings on Kindle, and the formatting made the book useless. Lots of tables and such. Bob, my children's books that I publish under Joe Wilson. I feel like they need to be in a book form, and I took down the e versions because it didn't work. It didn't work. A um, couple other comments, if I may, guys. Joe says, "I love the feel of physical books. Flipping through actual pages, smelling that new paper smell, running my fingers along the binding. This has turned sexual with this guy. That's awesome." Mm. Mm. Bree says, "Lately, because I live with my parents, running out of space, I have." Been buying Kindle books more until I have my own place and more space. Yeah. And, and that that's great for that. Um, Maria says, I find physical books to me are more collectors than things to drag around and chance getting hurt. I agree. I agree. Gary. Yeah, Gary pops in and says, I re read Ulysses online, but only because it had the necessary referencing highlighted in the text. I bought an old 1945 copy, would have personally preferred it as opposed to the online version. But as a first-time reader, this was a practical choice. <clears throat> so what I'm hearing is pros and cons. Pros yeah. and cons. They both have their place in this world, and I agree. Andrea, what do you got? Here's here's a physical book. Like, right. I cannot read the PDF of the bagpipe book because I'm not good at reading <clears throat> music. I have to make notes. That is paper. a fair point. That is a fair point. And it would be different if with my e-reader, when I made it larger to read music, if the fucking e-reader expanded. But now like half of it is off the goddamn screen and I can't oh, read it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, I like to carry an e-reader because it doesn't ruin my books, but I do like a book. Another nice thing is if I'm reading at night in bed, e-readers are going to bother Andrea... It, when she's asleep, less than having a light on. Yeah, because the candle paper white is great. Mm -hmm. It looks like paper. It's not blaring at you like a computer screen. And also, I, li really <clears throat> I like an e-reader. As opposed to a tablet with an app on it, mm -hmm. I like my e-readers to be just books. I don't want to check my email. I don't want to hear my social media going off. I just want to read a fucking book. Okay, let's see here. Number six. I like being able to read articles online without being asked to enter an email, create an account, give my phone number, etc. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Just raise your hand and say preach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. We are all turning into a Baptist church at this moment with amen. <laughs> There was an article today I wanted to read, and it's like, put in your email to subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You get Not the happening. first three paragraphs, and then, <clears throat> and pop-ups. Yep. Oh my god, I don't mind like one pop-up, but there are some sites you are getting three, four, five pop-ups and a video playing somewhere on the screen you're not even at. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Okay, let's see here. Uh, number seven. 
Okay, that's fair. Joe says, I've left so many articles because of pop-ups. It's not... Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's times where looking on my phone when I'm bored, instead of going to social media, sometimes I try to go to, like, Google News. Yeah. And read a fucking article once in a while. <laughs> you know, I, I love the science stuff. I love the nerd stuff. You know, what movies are coming out, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, there are some of them. I'll go there, and it comes up with this stuff, and I'll flip back to that main page Click those three dots and go, never show me something from these people again. Thank you. Yeah. I was so interested in the article till they pulled that shit. Yeah. Uh, Joe, the cookies thing is because people bitch about privacy. That is not the website's fault. That is like what they have to do by law now. <clears throat> because people don't assume when you're online, somebody's fucking tracking your ass. You're not private. Come on. Okay, here's one. And I'm glad to hear it's not just us old people. You ready? Number seven. I just want to speak to a real person on the telephone when I have to call a business. <laughs> Anybody want to argue this one? <laughs> Can you call a business on the phone anymore? Or do you have to go to the website? Or do you have to download their app and then mm. use their app to get support? Mm. So what I hate is going to the automated menu, putting oh, yeah. in your account number mm. and all the things, and then answer. You get a person, and they're like, what's your account number? I just mm -hmm. put it in three times. What the hell? I hate it when you have the automated menu, and they're work, like, work. Press one if you have a second head. Press two if your car is missing a tire. Press three if squirrels stare at you. And you're like, okay, I don't have any of those problems. Right. So what, what do I choose? What, what am I pressing? I don't have squirrel tires or a second head. What? Just no, you're, you're standing there holding the phone, screaming, representative yes i'm pressing yes. zero like a madman like i'm trying <laughs> to send a fucking sos see Bree says i hate talking to people but it's definitely easier to talk to a real person about a problem maria says oh dear god the amount of people at my old job who were so pissed because they were dealing with an automated system or 20 minutes trying to get a person Trust me, the people at the other end of the phone hate the automated menu as well. Also, Andrea, I can answer that. A lot of the time, the system takes the info in case it can help you, but doesn't transfer the info to the agent. Yeah, Talk whatever. about a software failure. Yeah. That's now, like bullshit right there. I understand that agent confirming they have the right person on the other end of the phone. I understand that, but maybe ask me something different. Ask me my phone number, the last four of my social, don't, not whatever I just typed in. So, okay. See, this is something I have bitched about since we're since I was young. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm skipping one. We'll get to that one in a moment. Number eight, paying good money for a product that doesn't do the thing it says on the box until you install their bullshit app on your phone. the fuck? Mm -hmm. Andrea, have you had this issue? 
a lot. A lot. I don't like it. With what kind of products? Because Maria's like, I've never had this problem. Um, a lot of it is with any, well, maybe not products, but medical stuff. Like just trying to make an appointment and you have to log in and do an app and jump through a hoop and <clears throat> sell your soul. It's true. It's true. Or how about that car you bought? My car? Yeah. To use half the shit on that touchscreen that Ed's so happy about in the car, you have to fucking get your phone connected to it somehow. So, here's the thing. If I would pay for the internet <laughs> for my car, I wouldn't have to, but because Verizon doesn't work out here. Yeah, and how much is that? Um, $200 a year. Fucking nickel and dime you to death. It's a yep. goddamn vampire system. We're going to subscribe you into poverty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. We'll jump to the next one. Number nine. This is one I bitched about since I was, like, in my late teens. Music in bars is too loud. I yep. just want to find one bar where I can talk to my friends without screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I've never understood it. By the way, again, we're watching not that 70s show, but the new one, that 90s show. See, Bob says 100%. Um, and, and for years, decades, I've been bitching about this. But in that 90s show, they went to a rave. And through the whole rave, you know how normally, like in the scenes in movies, they talk to each other. Maybe they're shouting a little, but you can hear them clearly on your TV. They had no voice volume at all it was just music with subtitles as they screamed at each other and i'm like so true so true they're true yeah you don't go to a rave to talk to people i'm no. sorry i don't go to raves but well let's see back back in back in my day <laughs> <laughs> you did go to the bar to talk to people because the girl had to hear your mac line when you was throwing it down now I'm out there trying to talk my shit and they can't hear nothing coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Just send over a drink. I feel That's bad for like security or the bartenders, especially as you get old. You know, if you're 20, you got that good hearing. You haven't fucked it up with all the lawnmowers and power tools and earbuds yet. But once you're like, even at 30, you're just like, what? Can you just write it down? <laughs> subtitle. Read the subtitle. That's right. Can we get... IRL subtitle. Wiggle your eyebrows and see Maria says to Ed, can't you just wiggle your eyebrows and suddenly their panties hit the floor? Panties will hit the floor. Okay. Isn't that a song? Panties hit the floor. Like panties hit the floor. It'd be different if they hit the flow versus hit the floor though. So we'd have to actually pronounce it. Uh, that's a gusher. <clears throat> okay. Number 10. You really should put your phone down when you're out to eat with people because maybe yes. I grew up with that rule. Maybe it's because I grew up with that rule, but I know when I'm getting lunch with a friend or something, I find it incredibly irritating when they're on their phone. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, like Ed, you checked your phone, you stepped away for a call here in the middle of a show. Mm. There are times you check your phone. 
but you're not going to your social media and scrolling through it. Yeah, Andrea? But sometimes when you go to that restaurant, you have to have the app so you can read the menu. Oh, that is fair. That's true. And by the way, I think that's in this list somewhere. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Uh, Bree says, yeah, that bugs me when I'm trying to enjoy time with my friend and they're on their phone. There, there are times I do tell them, like, hey, can we just put down our phones and talk? Mm. See, there are also other times where Andrew and I have been together 10 years. There are times we pick up our phone, but usually if we're going to scroll through me social media, we're already sitting on the same side of the table Enjoy next to each other, and we're like watching cat videos together. We are interacting together. <laughs> and Maria says, I agree and disagree. When I go to eat with the kid, we talk and chat while waiting for food or whatever. We chat online with others, too, and it doesn't bother us. If I'm out with someone else and the kid is home or wherever the phone is on the table in case the kid's needs me. Yeah, that's reasonable. Um, but also, if I were to go on a date, which Andrea and I started dating, like right as smartphones with touchscreens were coming into existence and popularizing, um, if I was to go on, huh? That was a long time ago. It was. Yeah, I was talking with her the other day, reminding her that you know, uh, like when this movie that came out in two thousand two. That's that's over twenty years ago now. More than twenty years. But yeah, if you're on a date and the person is on their phone, it's like, well, why are we on a date trying to get to know each other? Why don't you just sit here with your phone and I'm just gonna fuck off and go home or something? I'm gonna go to a bar. That's really loud where I can't hear people. Um, here's something that's interesting. I like this. Um, speaking of phones, I forgot to mute mine. I'm muting mine. I like CDs better than digital music. I just think they sound better. They're way easier to play in the car than having to screw around with an auxiliary cord or Bluetooth connection. Hmm. I'm torn. See, for me, I like owning a fucking physical item when I pay money. Right. right. Because when that company collapses, and they all do eventually. They will. <laughs> where's my fucking movie or music or whatever? <clears throat> On the other hand, I do love being able to take a CD, burn it to my hard drive, load it to my phone, and have 500 songs on my phone. I do like that. So CDs, cassettes, records, whatever, they're all great. But one thing about the digital or streaming is you can make a playlist of just your what you want to listen to at the time or make playlists for different moods. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's like making yeah. your own CD, your own mixtape. Yeah. It's like making your own CD. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn in that respect. I'm with Andrea. Um, I don't have to fool with burning the CD to the computer, making up the playlist, la da la da la da. I can just do the digital, make up the playlist. I love it. That's great. But like Travis, when I pay money for something, I want to have a physical thing to show for it. Yeah. That being said, we did get rid of all our CDs. <laughs> I, I still have over a thousand. Yeah. I should have offered it to them. <laughs> Bob says, Every car we've owned, the CD player has died, trapping our favorite CDs inside. <laughs> <laughs> that 
Now they happens. don't even come with it. No, they don't. See, at least with the CDs, you can usually get them back out with a tape. That fucker ate that goddamn tape. <laughs> okay, this is kind of a rehash of one we already went over, but I'm going to read it anyway. And it's kind of long, so bear with me here. <clears throat> Number 12, automated menus of customer service lines are the worst. My doctor's office has an automated menu for scheduling appointments, which is fine and dandy except for the fact that it has four layers of automation before you get to speak to an actual person and if you press the number you want too soon it will restart the whole menu sometimes once you're finally getting through to a real number the phone rings for 45 seconds before automatically disconnecting at which point in time yeah. you have to go through the menu all over again screw automated menus i think this just kind of says stuff we already said yeah I don't Fuck think shit. we need to rehash that, but okay. And by the way, Andrea, 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 number 13, paper menus are far superior to QR codes. Half the time, the menu won't even load. Good God. Yeah, what if your phone is dying? I always forget to charge my <clears throat> phone. What if you don't want to be staring at your phone because you like to put it down when you're hanging out with somebody at a restaurant? <laughs> what? Crazy talk. And that's fair. Maria says the automated menus are only as good as how much you pay the design team. Find all of our incredibly entertaining and educational podcasts on Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, Google, and other fine podcast distributors. Check them all out, including Tavern Reflections and The Traveler's Inn. Make sure you like, share, and spread the word. Brie likes paper menus. Hate QR... The nice thing about the QR code menus is you can make them larger. So you can read them in dim light. That's mm -hmm. nice. Well, uh -huh. So something that kind of plays, you know, the between both of it. Some of the restaurants you go to, I know thing on the table. Mm -hmm. And you can order on that. You don't have to anything you don't have to have yeah. a paper menu you can do your little order there you pay there and you can play games that's true so yeah olive garden has that shit <laughs> olive garden that's what it is okay yeah and Bree says i know the reason why it started was because of covid and it does have its advantages but yeah don't make me and also, when it loads a PDF to your phone and it downloads that PDF, now you have to figure out where the fuck that PDF Where'd is. It go? And some of those PDF readers in your phone, if you try to do this, it writes on the goddamn screen instead of making it larger. The struggle is real. <laughs> First world <laughs> problems, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go for the topic that started it all. See, it is. Bree says, knowing if your phone is dying. Number 14, tell me, why would anyone really want a smart fridge or toaster? I don't want the new shiny thing. I want something that works and lasts a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That would be me. 
You were saying, Andrew? The refrigerator with the TV in it, so you can see what it is while you're at the store. Yeah, they have, in case somebody out there doesn't know, there are refri... Okay, Maria says those are, you know, cool. Which, it's a cool idea, but I, I, I will write a list. I don't need to connect to my fridge on my phone so I can look inside of it while I'm at the store going, how's the mayonnaise? Well, you know, okay. I agree with that, but then I don't agree with that because we went to the store the other day. We had a list. We wrote it out. And then it got lost in Travis's pocket. And we couldn't remember what was on the list. It's world. <clears throat> Google, Google Home. You guys got Google Phone. Mm -mm. Or Android? Oh. Android? Oh, we, we have Android phones. And we do have, Just... like, Alexas, if that means anything to you. Mm-hmm. What Google Home on your uh, Google phone. Put your grocery list on. Nah. There, usually what I do is I just snap a picture of the the list. And then look at that and delete it later. Because we Teresa, didn't do that. We frantically wrote a list before we went into the store. Teresa likes that because while she's sitting at the house and I'm in the grocery store, the list starts to grow. And grow, and grow. <laughs> um, Maria so said, I can't say I forgot it, you know. You know, you, you have to use the excuse. I was already in the car. I wasn't going back in. Mm -hmm. uh, Maria says, when they break, which happens all the time, the parts to repair them is insane. Yeah. Uh, I do like the fridge I saw, which was also a Keurig machine all in one. Can you imagine trying to clean that, though? <laughs> no, a fridge is supposed to be cold. A Keurig is hot. No, no, just no. <laughs> Uh, well, there is that. Um, Bob says, not only that, but smart devices have software, and you don't own that. And Bree mentions, no thanks to smart technology, everything is already listening to us. I don't need my toaster and fridge recording me either. I uh, saw that movie. <laughs> oh, geez. Maria says, she used to sell these parts for these appliances. The computer boards alone for like the ice machine, you're looking around a thousand dollars US. I used to sell the appliances. They're like three grand for some of them. Yeah, I I don't need an electronic fridge. I, I'm good with an electric one. Just plug it in. We can go mm -hmm. travel for three grand. Have That's experiences. True. Go to Europe for that. Um yeah. watch enough X Files, I won't draw ride in a driverless car either can i say this about x files where the fuck did they buy their cell phones they were in the 90s and they could get reception inside a a a 80 foot uh tractor trailer in the middle of the desert but here i am in my house and i move three feet and my phone will go mm -mm. because it's government technology Yep. For the X-Files, not for us. It's stuff they stole from the alien. <laughs> okay, number 15. Young children are genuinely spending way too much time on tablets and other devices. Truth. My day. You go outside and you play with a stick. Or <laughs> imagination. Can we order an e-stick now? 
<laughs> yeah here's the deal now i realize a lot of people give their kids electronics to just keep them busy and keep them out of their face i get it mm. i get it that's fine but if you throw them outside they will find a stick and make it into 15 fucking different things it will be a gun. It will be a carjack. It will be a, a, a lasso. Yep, a stick a can be a lasso. A sword, yeah. Is, is some of that, though, the change in society today? I w just had this conversation with Teresa the other day, and we were talking about that. And it's like, in my day, mom kicked you out in the morning. On the weekend, mom kicked you out in the morning. Didn't worry about where you were, where, where, who you were with, and where you went, or anything. When the street lights came on, you came home. Right. Okay. Whereas in our society today, that's not particularly safe. So is that a part of the issue today? And I don't want to, I don't want to make light on this because I think kids do spend too much time on pads and cell phones. But, but is that part of the issue today? No, I think it was more dangerous then than now. <laughs> well, well, you did dangerous it. shit, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some of this stuff. But now kids put everything online and they makes it unsafe. By the way, Bob says if you send them outside, Child Protective Services will come take them away. If I had known that, I would have shoved a lot of my friends' kids outside a lot sooner because they are annoying little fucks. And Maria says, to be fair, Ed, it wasn't safe then either, but nobody talked about it. I agree with that partially, but the old ladies in my neighborhood, they had news going around quicker than any network internet out there. So yes, sir. It, it, you were safe, okay? Everybody knew where you were and what you were doing. Your mom knew before you even got home. Okay, yeah. now this goes back to something somebody just said. I think it was Joe. Joe said the TikTok has taken over our youth more of the adults but number 16 children are being brainwashed by tiktok and instagram in the sense that they can't focus on anything for more than a few seconds at a time and i feel that social media is making them majorly desensitized to things mm -hmm. this is a whole show by itself go on andrea kids i mean back in our day it happened too but mm -hmm. i think more so now your mom. The younger generation has to be constantly stimulated and entertained. I don't think they understand how to just be. That's a lot of the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. John jumps in and says the cops were less of a worry in the Bronx versus them taking you to your mom. <laughs> and Maria says, listen, TikTok is freaking addictive. You think you're going it for five minutes, five hours later, you realize you're still on the app. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, TikTok and Instagram isn't the first thing. There are psychological studies about the way humans take information. And getting information is addictive because it's a survival skill. So, when we first had radio, people listened to the radio, newspapers, people were addicted mm -hmm. to that, books. People in the day would be like, that kid is always looking at a book. And we could look at, you know, Beauty and the Beast, Disney with Belle. And, but this really happened. They're like, it's going to rot your brain. You're not living your life. You're hiding in a book. Then TV and movies. And this is just the next step where we can get that 
addictive pulse of information quicker and quicker mm. and quicker. Yeah, but you know, I love TV, and then I love I love Instagram because today I learned how to make bread out of chicken. <laughs> I just you know. <laughs> couple of comments will jump to the next one because like i said we could do an hour conversation on this yeah. phone uh joe says i heard from a video that the algorithm on tiktok for china is different than ours with theirs it's always about achievement for us it's silly dumb stuff i thought that was interesting joe you can flip your algorithm by interacting <clears throat> with Andrew and I, we, we love those little cooking videos, like the 90-second cooking videos or the science videos with the weird facts about animals or whatever. Um, so a lot of that's what's popping up on ours instead of other stuff. Mind you, we still get our share of kittens and dance videos. Don't get me wrong. And Maria says, are you telling me I was hyper-focused on the Johnny Depp case because it was for my survival? No, that shit was funny. Yeah, it kind of was. Now, this kind of flips back to something we just said. 17, it's sad to me that many people don't have friendships with or even know their neighbors these days. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to have your neighbor telling you your kid is fucking with somebody else's, you know, garden gnomes. <clears throat> yeah. It's not going to happen anymore. And also, when we started doing certain things in our society where you can't discipline your children you can't do this uh you can't discipline somebody else's children can't even speak to them a lot of that went away because we're scared of mm. saying something to someone else because of the repercussions yeah. <laughs> maria says can't relate i know a lot more than i would like about my neighbor <laughs> stop staring through their window with the binoculars Damn it. Creeper. Andrea, this relates to something you said. Um, 18, people should be wary of posting photos of their kids on social media. I find it really disturbing that nowadays there are photos of kids on social media quite literally while they're still in the womb. Mm. I don't know. It's hard to kidnap a kid that's still in the womb. Uh, I have less problem with that than... Is well, he, yeah. So there's this thing I read, I forgot, it's like one of the Jenners, Kylie, or, I don't know. Their kid is now like one or just showed a photo, posted a photo of the kid. Mm -hmm. So it's like the regular everyday person is showing everything about their kids, everything. And the people that are more in the public eye, the media, they're not doing that. Which... It used to be reversed. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. And Joe says, for a baby still in the womb, you got to kidnap two people. Who wants that? Joe, I don't get kidnappers at all. Why would you want to kidnap somebody? You got to feed them, make sure they go to the bathroom, house them. They, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to commit a crime that gives me extra responsibility. Fuck that. Lazy. Um. Maria says, okay, real story. Posting pictures of kids can be a real issue. Friend of the family had all photos of her kids removed from everything because their grandfather was convicted of being a pedo, didn't want him knowing what the kids looked like. All it would take is pick of someone to target her children. Right. 
Okay, 19. Just because you contact me immediately by just because you can contact me immediately by phone and text doesn't mean I should be expected to respond right away and be constantly accessible. I miss <laughs> the days when you just turned on the answer machine and lived your life. Mhm. Mm yeah, I still do that shit. Do you have some... an answer machine? <laughs> Voicemail. <clears throat> no, my point is I will put my phone in the other room and walk away from it. My, my personal phone is on silent or vibrate or in my car most of the damn time, even when I'm not in my car. If there are select few people, they know if they want to get me, call my work phone. Andrea, my wife ran across this tea and she came rushing up to me and she's like, you, you've got to check this out. And it's called Tit Teas. So if you hear me saying titties right now, you know where I'm going. It's tit teas, T-I-T-T-E-A-S. And we looked at them, and first of all, right away, you see they've got this sense of humor. And I've been talking to Mike from Titties and just really enjoying his sense of humor. He signs off every email with breast regards. It's incredible. Which, speaking of breasts and titties, 5% of Titties' monthly revenue is donated to Breast Cancer Research Foundation to support breast cancer research and awareness programs. So, right away, they're in it for more than just the money. But, looking at what they have, we did get a kit from them, and we got the Titties Tit Kit. And it came with four different loose teas, an herbal tea, which they call Sips Tea, uh, some green tea, Big Yikes, white tea, Champagne, and black tea, which is my favorite, which is It's Lit Fam. It also came with a scoop and steep tea infuser, which is pretty, pretty cool. And they give you a little breakdown of each one, and just that sense of humor rolls through each and every single one. But... The product themselves, because I don't know if you guys know this, but every time I record audiobooks, I have a big old mug of hot tea to keep my throat going. And titties has become a regular part of my rotation of something to pop in my mouth to keep my throat soothed. It's incredible. I'm, uh, they describe it's lit fam, which is the black tea. It's a blend of black tea, cinnamon, orange peel, uh, clove sagon cinnamon and they describe it tastes like fireball and regret and it's got a high caffeine amount which helps keep that energy up while i'm recording but it's got a great blended flavor these folks are genius and the real beauty part of this is when i reached out to them to talk about their tea and i got this box of tea we ended up working it out where you guys can get a discount on your order. So if you go to tittees, T-I-T-T-E-A-S dot com and use the code Travis20, you're going to get 20% off your order from Mike and his wife. They're a small business. They're, they're doing this out of love. They're helping other people. You can't go wrong with a great product with people who are awesome. So check it out, tittees, 
Travis20.com and use that code Travis20 to get 20% off your order. And uh, yeah, breast regards. That That's the way to get me. I, I'm married to that. I have to leave that on. I get paid to. Uh, yeah. Right. My work. <clears throat> I don't know where my phone is and the ringer's not on. Now, if you call my work phone, I'll probably answer it like I don't know who the hell you are because I don't put my personal people's numbers in my work phone. It's and, true. I, yeah, I've done that Travis before. Travis Ed didn't realize it was me. <laughs> 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 but also with Ed, when I text him or call him on his personal phone, I don't expect him to always answer immediately or at all. You know, it all depends on what it is I want. There's, there's no reason it can't wait. And also, I appreciate when people put their phone on silent at night. This way, if they're in bed at 9 and I text them at 10, I'm not waking their ass up. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Maria says, disagree. The flashing notification on my phone makes me anxious as fuck, and I feel horrible if I don't respond right away. That's why I leave it in the other room, Maria. So I don't know. Maria, go to notifications and turn that off. Wait, you still have a phone that has a flashing light? Because they took that off my phone. It annoyed the fuck out of me. Because now i got to turn my screen on to see if there's a notification. Um, Maria says, if you're calling for a booty call, he should answer right away. Probably. <clears throat> okay. Maria, you ready for this one? Number 20. Using apps for everything is annoying. I just went to Disney World and I couldn't do anything, including eat unless I used the app. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you have to use the app to order food or get food? Is that real? Is that true? Probably. <clears throat> Maria says that comment is 100% right. She's a Disney file. She loves Disney and she just typed, oh my fuck, Disney has ruined Disney. Mobile order. I want to walk up to a counter and go, give me my wiener. I was in a national park once that I go to because my phone doesn't work there. Mm -hmm. And apparently they have an app and they were really, uh, went into one of the visitor centers and they were out front, you know, big signs about their app. And they wanted to ask you questions about using their app. And I was like, it's no good to me. My phone doesn't work here. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> okay. Picking out a video at the store was better than looking through Netflix for something to watch. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when you wanted that one movie and they were all rented out. Right. Pros right. and cons on this one. It was a family activity or a group activity or a couple activity or an activity. It was an activity to go to the video store, pick out a video, but then you had to return that shit, too. That was fucking annoying. Yeah. But, on the other hand, with Netflix, it's always available. They're not all checked out. Mm -hmm. So, you can watch what you want, when you want. And I don't have to get dressed. See, Maria says, agree, I like looking at the movie covers like I would a book. I agree with that, too. Um, and, by the way, Joe says, if you want a hug, you got to use my app. <laughs> uh, 
Yep, Maria says, I find online streaming services offer too much to be able to narrow your choices down. It does get difficult. And I'm waiting for the technology to catch up to where it's personalized enough. It suggests things that would actually appeal to you. But you can also go look at the shit you'd never look at in case suddenly I want a documentary when I usually watch comedies. I don't want them to hide the shit. Mm -hmm. And also, can they please put my list at the top of their streaming service instead of yes. five to 12 layers down? And also, I'm old. When I highlight that one box, can we put it in the big box up top so I can actually see what it is instead of having to get up and crawl towards the TV to see what the hell I'm looking at? <laughs> See, and that's fair. Maria says, my mood changes so much. Algorithms don't typically work for me. Okay. And we're almost done with this list. I know we've ran this show a long time. We're almost done here. Just a couple more left. 22. Kids need to be raised as self-reliant as possible. They should learn all household chores to the best of their ability, including yard work, cooking, use of power tools, and car maintenance. Agree. And a yeah. young person said this one. <clears throat> this is something with, yeah, knowing how to cook a meal. Not microwave, but yeah, Andrea. Read an analog clock and address an envelope. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard a parent say, I can't get them to clean their room. What? You, you what? <laughs> My, my mom will fix that. She threw all this shit away. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah. Your children should learn to do the things they need to do to adult. Cooking, how to use a screwdriver, how to, you know, replace a plug in the house, how to check their oil, um, change, change the oil, tire. Change the spark plugs, points. Maybe. That, that, belt. that all depends. With some of these cars changing those spark plugs, you got to, like, fucking take out the engine to get to them now. Practically. I could do it if I had to, but I also know how to go someplace and pay someone to do it. But that's important to teach them that, too. Yeah. And, and how to tell the difference. Because you suddenly take the price of doing this task, and it's five, six times more than doing it yourself, when you can do right. it yourself. <clears throat> yeah. And Maria says replacing a fatigued outlet is something everyone should know. It's easy and has to happen every few years. Yeah. Yep. And it is easy. See, and Maria says, I hate cars. I have to bring my car into discount tires on Wednesday to get my tires checked. There might be a leak. There is a point. I used to change my own help, my own. I changed my alternator, I changed my brakes, I changed my oil, I replaced my radiator in a vehicle. And then I got to a point in my life where, like, I am paying somebody to do this shit. Well, and it's, it's easier than Like ever. you said earlier, it's so packed so damn tight. Right. And we've lost Andrea just for a second here. I'm sure she'll be right back. There yeah. she is. Um, but, yeah, it's... There, there, there's pros and cons, and knowing which one you want to go with. 
is is fine. You don't have to do it all yourself. And when I got to a point where I didn't have to do it all myself because I wasn't as broke as I used to be, I started paying people to do these things because I don't want to. Especially when you got to buy a specialty tool every damn time you want to do something yep. else on your car. Um, Maria says, just make sure to shut the power off before teaching the lesson, unless it's your least favorite kid. <laughs> okay, we could touch on this one. Number 23 is five-year-olds do not need smartphones. Yeah. It's true. They don't. Yeah. You can give them a video game system, whatever, but they don't need a smartphone, especially you can give them at a school. Tracker. Yeah. Just give them a tracker and you're good. You know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they don't need their own smartphone. And this is why, like, flip phone, flip phones. Mm hmm would be handy to still have, I mean, I guess they're still around. They're still, you know, you still got burner phones at 7-Eleven. So, baby toys. Yeah. Because when I worked retail and I worked in the baby departments, um, so, you know, the normal baby toys, the little mirror, the rattle, they have little smartphones yep. for babies. Just and I saw in the in the toy section a Dyson, a play Dyson. It doesn't. What is the point of that? Oh. <clears throat> okay. Twenty-four. Ed, this one's for you. Instant communication at work. You can Slack me, email me, call me, text me after hours, and I will respond at eight a.m. when I log in. 30 years ago, we did not have access to our employees after hours. And now that we do, it should not be expected. No. No, Ed, you're, you're in a position of authority. So, yes, I understand you having it and having to have it. Well, I, I don't use it. I, I have everybody's schedule and I call them according to when they're working. Right. But for them I to reach out would, to you. I wish they would do the same right. damn thing to me, though. <laughs> See, and we've discussed that before. Um, because it's one thing if there's an emergency, you're the boss, they got to get a hold of you. Okay, mm -hmm. 2 a.m., you answer the damn phone. But when mm -hmm. they answer, call you at 2 a.m., call you at 2 a.m. to ask where their tax form is or some stupid-ass shit. Mm -hmm. Or how many, you know... Uh, Things are claiming on their W two to fuck, or, or at seven thirty at night when I'm getting ready to start a show. Yeah, there we go. That's exactly what the call was. Was well, it really? Where's my form? <laughs> hey, Rachel's popping in. There's her theme music coming in. Gonna read a couple comments here. Um, for the earlier thing about smartphones, Maria says, just give them a real vacuum. It ties into them knowing how to adult when they're of age. Maria says, I only work during paid hours. If they want to contact me outside, they can fuck off or pay me overtime. Bob says, I think the European Union has actually made that against the law. Uh, and 
And Maria says, in return, if there's an issue, which has happened, I do not contact my boss until she clocks in because I wouldn't put up with her contacting me off the clock. It goes both ways. Right, Ed? Wish it did. Okay, we've only got two more here. And this next one, near and dear to my heart. Andrea has heard me rant about this multiple times. Okay. Number 25. Quit being so loud when you're in public. Be respectful of others around you. Don't talk loudly on your phone or play games with the sound on. Don't use speakerphone. Don't play music without earbuds. Don't blast your music in a vehicle if you're in a residential area. If you want to listen to loud music, invest in headphones. My no more said. Was it? What's it? No more said. Well, it's, what yeah. drives me nuts is when they're like on FaceTime or Skype or whatever, and they're walking around yelling at their phone. I'm like, so this is a public conversation. I could jump in on this, right? Because you're in a fucking public place doing it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, they don't like so, that. So when you were at the you doctor, are... Travis, uh -huh. there was a guy in the waiting room with his phone. On speaker, full blast, and he was, like, watching videos. It does. And Rachel says, oh, my God, I scold my mom on that. She's guilty of all that. Bree says, I hate that shit. Maria says, the only exception to this, I would say, is when you're walking alone and feel creeped out, ladies, you know the feeling. So you put your phone on speaker or speak louder to let anyone around you know you're not really alone and that's fair by the way by the way that that is fair because the fucked up world we can live in sometimes mm -hmm. so and that's actually a great security tip but at that point in time yeah you're creating a digital witness if something happens so that's why i like to uh stream when i'm walking through bad neighborhoods so if I get, you know, taken down from Lots behind, somebody can clip it, <laughs> put it up as a highlight on Twitch. Um, okay, last one. Number 26. I don't understand the core benefit of read or seen work, work. in messaging apps. Fundamentally, it seems to create an unhealthy scenario that puts pressure on the receiver and unhealthy expectations from the texted. Say again. Okay. So when I text Andrea, right. I can see when it was sent, when it was delivered, when it was read. Okay. Now, with me and her, that's fine. I liked it because when she's at work, oh, she's seen it. She'll get back to me. Okay. But with everybody else, Bree, have a good night. Bye. Um. Hi. Um, we're we're flipping back to the previous one here. Uh, Rachel says, "I don't know the feeling, but I'm usually armed to have a dog or ram." Maria says, "Just start screaming. I have a knife. Wait, you're American. That won't work. No, <laughs> you just open carry." <laughs> Merka. Um, Joe says the read scene thing bothers me more than it should. Like, if you see my message and don't respond. I'm like, how dare you? But there are times I'm busy, and yeah, I've seen it. I'll get back to you when I can. Right. So, on the other hand, 
There's times, matter of fact, just recently, I turned that feature off. Because I don't want somebody going, he's seen it. <clears throat> it's 8 o'clock at night. How come he's not answering me till 2 o'clock the next afternoon? Work, work. Hmm. Because I don't want to deal with it right now. Or I'm busy or I'm, I'm relaxing and you're asking me something that's not relaxing. I like Rachel's thought. She says, I just figured there's a three to five day workday grace period. It's, uh, yeah, and, and that might be fair. That's, if it's important, I will pick up the phone and call. Okay, let's wrap this episode up because we, we've ran a fairly long time. It was a good conversation, though. And, uh, mm -hmm. thanks guys. Let's any closing thoughts on all this stuff, folks, Ed, too much stuff to have a single close closing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Andrew. I gave all my comments already. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say. And I'll make this our closing test toast. Um, Maria says some boomer shit makes sense. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of this is common sense, not because somebody is old. So here's to fucking realizing we got to have our own life. And choose who we share with when we do. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all your comments and everything. And we will catch you on the next Talk of the Tavern. And we will see you next time. Once the music stops, then we'll, yeah. Mm. Mm. Bum, 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 bum.